from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. Ursula, the G and Ursula Show listeners are not working. Oh, they're they're working. They're working our text line. <laughs> what are you? They are working our what text are line. What y'all doing? I'm still just trying to read through all your comments about that dating app that's called Score, which basically is all about your credit score and allows Kevin you to. You Seattle. have to have six. You have to have 675 or above to be part of this dating app. And you know what? I'm What's finding that? out. What'd you find out? Gino, Ursula Show listeners love this idea. They love. That's, that's what I'm saying. So if I, even if I wasn't with Lillian, <laughs> I couldn't even date Gina Ursula Show listeners because my credit score is not high yeah, enough. Today you could, but the today you I could. could but back exactly. then, exactly, exactly. You know, I get disappointed in y'all. I'm really disappointed that credit score matters. I, I thought I, all scores matter. I get it. But as Kevin in Seattle said, <laughs> you were going to have a different kind of score yeah. <laughs> at the time. Okay, coming up at 1030, yes. we are going to talk about something that I saw on full display last night as I was arriving back to Seattle from Vegas. Oh, you're in Vegas? And there was something that uh, one passenger did that I almost got into a confrontation and I thought you know what it's really late at night the flight was already delayed do I really need to open my mouth and I decided no let's not do that but do you realize that there are more and more passengers who are cheating their way onto the plane to get on faster so we're going to talk about that again coming up after Heather's newscast at 10 30 but right now what's new at 10 a lack of affordable, high-quality child care here in Washington is affecting not only families, but businesses that need workers desperately. And Heather Bosch, who does our news anchoring, is here. You've been looking into this now for months, and you've come up with some, some interesting facts. Yeah, you know, we hear this all the time from parents. Just not being able to get into care. Wait lists are really long, so there's just a real scarcity. In fact, in some parts of Washington state, the lack of availability is so large, we call them child care deserts. That's Cheryl Smith with the Commerce Department. She helped lead a state task force looking into this. It found that one of the major contributors to a lack of child care is a cold, hard truth. It's just not a very lucrative business to get into. Child care providers are not paid very well. Susan Brown is the CEO and founder of Kids Co., which operates several child care programs. And I asked her, what's the average pay for a child care worker? Okay, in Washington State, I think it's about 15 to $17 an hour, I think. That might be high, but in, in Seattle, it's around $20 or more per hour. And that's not super high either. That's almost minimum wage now in many of our yeah. local cities. Yeah. So if child care providers and workers aren't making much money, why is the average monthly price of full-time child care more than $1,000 per child in our state? Mm, well, providers tell me it's a combination. Inflation, they're paying more for everything from supplies to snacks to over-regulation. More employers are looking at what they can do. I talked to Molly Moon Neitzel. She owns several very popular Seattle area ice cream parlors. We provide a child care benefit at Molly Moon's to every employee who has a child under kindergarten age. That is $1,000 a month extra on top of your paycheck to go toward child care. Neitzel tells me covering child care costs makes her workers more reliable and loyal, but... 
Yeah, it's really hard. And not every business can afford to prioritize a childcare stipend for their workers. And honestly, we shouldn't have to in the private sector. She thinks the government should really do more. After years of study, Smith's task force concluded the childcare system right now is just not sustainable, that providers and workers need help from the state. Our recommendation is for publicly funded wage supplements and benefits to child care workers because of the public good. Okay, so is it a jobs program or or is it for providing child care? Yeah, that's Paul Guppy. With, he's vice president of the Washington Policy Center. That's a conservative think tank. And he believes the price of child care can be lowered and the incentive and pay to provide the care increased, not by putting more government money into the system, but by giving companies and families tax breaks. If you offered a tax reduction for providing daycare services, that's the best way to lower the cost. So a tax reduction to a child care center or a tax reduction to a parent who has to pay for child care. Exactly. So either one. For the record, his group opposes raising taxes to fund child care, including the capital gains tax. As you know, that new tax is generating money for K through 12 education and child care. But there's already a measure heading to the November ballot to repeal it. So how we create and sustain and make more affordable child care options for families is complicated. But Brown says the benefits are clear. The opportunity for social and emotional development in a, in a child care setting birth all the way through fifth grade is, I mean, you, you can't put a price on that. We need it. We depend on it. And kids deserve it. I think we all agree on that part. But the funding thing, as I found out looking at this for months, very complicated. So uh, just a couple of things. You brought up a, a bunch of different great points. One is um, from Paul from Washington Policy Center saying we should do it in the form of tax breaks. That's great. But where's the will to do that in Olympia? So, I, yeah, that's a big question. We're not seeing that looking at just objectively at what our lawmakers are doing. They, for instance, brought in a lot more money under the Climate Commitment Act when they realized they were making millions and million dollars more. The governor came out almost immediately and said, I have ideas on how we're going to spend this yeah. already. So it, this does not seem to be a legislative body that's in the mood to give tax breaks right now. Right. Um I, I've mentioned that I was so lucky that I didn't have to pay for childcare, at least when the kids were young. We eventually ended up having a nanny. I've been working outside of the home full time, but that that would have been almost cost prohibitive. Yeah. I know people who are paying more for childcare than they are making while working outside, but they just want the opportunity to work outside of the home. I interviewed a woman for this piece. We didn't hear from her right here, but she works for Molly Moon, and she consciously made a decision to add to her family. She and her husband decided to have a second child specifically because of the childcare benefit they're getting from their business. There are a lot of couples making these decisions because it's a huge financial investment when you have a child, in particular, the cost of childcare. Now, gee, I don't know if you you uh-huh. have a question, but I want to know, like, w- with Molly Moon, and we've had uh, we've had her on the show, and she's talked about the benefits that she's given, and I love her ice cream; it's not cheap, and but customers are willing to pay mm-hmm. uh, a, an additional premium on her particular type of product, and she is doing these things that cost her more in terms of operating expenses. Does she think that there are more businesses that can do the same? 
from what I've talked to, not every business can do that. She said specifically, it's not possible for every company to be that generous. And I spoke with a, a woman from the Washington Business Association who traveled across the state talking to different businesses. And not every child care situation is right for everybody. If you've got shift workers, they need care at odd hours. If you have a large agricultural community, they're going to need child care at peak harvest season time. So there needs to be some flexibility worked into the system as well. I, I wanted to make sure Chef had a chance to ask a question because you're in the midst of this right now. You deal with child care. What percentage of your, okay, if you don't mind me being yeah. um, nosy, but it, it, it takes a big chunk. I think uh, I think we're about thirteen hundred dollars a month for one child. And Heather, you talked about a, a family deciding they could have another child because of yeah. the benefit. I, we we specifically spaced our children four years apart because there's no way we could handle having two kids in childcare at the same time. And gee, I saw you throw up your hands when uh, when Heather talked about average pay. No. And I, I remember talking to uh, a daycare provider at one of Matthew's first daycares. And at the time, she told me she was making like fourteen fifty an hour. Yeah, yeah. And as a parent, it breaks my damn heart to know that the person who is taking care of my child is living on poverty wages. And these are folks often with early childhood education degrees. And I talked with a provider who said, I had a woman walk up to me and say, I can't do this. I can get more when I work at the Red Robin and Mm. take home tips. That's rough. Mm. Well, uh, thank you for raising these things. I mean, I don't see a solution unless someone is willing to, A, um, provide those tax breaks, B, pay more um, and also, I mean, we, we talk about the, the lack of wages, but it just feels like, okay, now we know the problems. Well, where are the solutions? Can I ask you something on a federal level? Because the yes. only way I've seen being able to dig out of a hole like this is when you have like federal subsidies for child care for yes. family, because this is not something that a state budget can absorb, right. whether it's tax cuts or the state providing, you know, more funding for the teachers directly. I mean, what about what about the, the national effort? Is there any national effort? Underway? The federal government did put a lot of money into ch- the child care system during the pandemic. It kept a lot of these child care systems afloat. U.S. Senator Patty Murray specifically has been working to try to get the federal government to 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 ramp up again to keep that level of funding going. It has not been successful. We've got a lot of Republican push, conservative push in the state house that opposes that. One thing I want to leave you with is I did a nine um, a nine minute piece with m- many more interviews than what you heard just here. I encourage you, Ursula, you asked, well, what's the solution? Inform yourself, figure it out, go down, sit, you know, please listen to my story, read it. I put links to the to state studies, et cetera, reach out to lawmakers and tell tell them what you want them to do. Make a decision on how you think this should be resolved. Talk to them, reach out to them, because that's the only way I see this change happening. That's the only way I see solutions coming to fruition. Thanks, Heather. And Appreciate that, guys. it. We, Ursula, before we move on on this topic, I, I just I, I want to tell you, that the entire time I've been staying silent and this topic makes me so mad. And the reason why it makes me so mad because you have people a 
that are dealing with this topic, whether you have one child or two children, whatever, maybe, you know, uh, you didn't do what Chef did, wait yeah. four years. Someone just texted, said, I pay $1,800 a month out in Granite Falls for one kid in daycare. Okay. And so, so you have people that are in this situation right now, that they are going to work every single day. They're not trying to ask for any government assistance. They're trying to do their, do their due diligence in raising their child, right? And so when I talk about hole in the boat, in our society, this is what I'm talking about. And so then Heather's just says, hey, when you get a chance, go and go and listen to it because there's a lot more that she does talk about. You should. But my frustration is this. The people who don't have children in this are opposed. There's a lot of people that are opposed to this type of help. And they'll say things like, well, you should stop having kids. And so when we have political. not helpful. When we have political conversations and we put politics into real issues, we never solve the problem because we have people in society that feel like, hey, if you don't want to pay eighteen hundred dollars for your child or there's another text that came in that says that they have two children paying fifty two hundred dollars a month. The answer to that is on the political stage. Well, you guys need to stop having kids. And this is why the welfare queen stories of the past are so dangerous. The reason why we don't have any solution to this, because it is more lucrative at the top to keep this problem. And so I am so outraged at this. And then let's get to how much child care providers and, and the workers, how much they make. That's you guys ridiculous. don't see that as criminal. Yeah. But then but then somebody will tell me, well, gee, if you don't want that type of job, you need to either go work harder and go find another job because some of these jobs are, shouldn't be career jobs. See, when you start placing these same arguments on these topics and making it political, this is why we get no progress. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so mad because it's not going to change. It's not going to stop. Unless it becomes a priority starting in because you guys, because you guys think that people just have kids so they can just get more. How about that one? Oh, they're only having kids so they can make more money. I'm, I'm just... That's not how it works. Okay, uh, Emily and Kirkland said, I made $15 an hour at a daycare on Mercer Island. Teens hired after me started making 18 bucks an hour. Was I was told no to a raise when I asked, so I quit. Low wages affect the workers, which ends up affecting the children needing that care as well. Oh, and well, that is true. Did, if you want to know, well, how does this affect me? Yeah, if you have a child in child care, hmm? I mean, what kind of quality care can you get when people are not even able to get a... a decent meal what about what about teen crime going up what about 13 and 14 year olds committing crime out here you guys think that it has no nothing to do with some of this expensive child care now i want to i want to ask this who has been against help for child care in this country you know what i don't want to mess up the show i don't want to go there but just remember the next time child care help and assistance for child care is on the table i want you guys to remember this conversation because if you don't, and you yes. and I see opposition towards it, I'm going to bring it back up. But the, for the sake of the show, I don't want to go Republicans and Democrats because I'm trying to get good well, therapy. Well, I mean, you you made you made reference to it, and I, I want to just go back. We've got like one minute. 
And I actually want to bring Chef in because, again, you're in the midst of all of this. And I remember the day that you thought there was a chance that there was something that was going to be life changing in terms of how much money it was going to save your family. Yeah, and that was the parent tax credits, the child tax credits that were expanded for parents. I mean, we could, as a state, pay teachers more directly. The federal government has also done this before and paid parents, you know, 500 bucks a month for your kid. That would that would make a life's worth of a difference for so many families in yes. this country. I I think it'd be an incredible investment. I do too. I mean, our kids are our future. Okay, still ahead, still ahead. I know well, there's more. We're, we're leaving some on the table. We'll bring back up again. But still ahead, we need to talk about what people are doing. You probably see this every single time you board a plane. Why is it that there are so many people who are able to go ahead of you and? Who are these people who are cheating their ways onto the plane? And why are they doing that just to board sooner? We're going to get into that next on the Gia Ursula Show. Ursula show. I am going to tell you that I got back from Vegas last night. It was after 11 o'clock. Plane was delayed. But there were a few incidents that I, I even sent a picture to you guys this morning because I had to show proof that, yes, there was one of those annoying guys who mm-hmm. had to be the first to try to get off the plane. And he just so happened to rush up the aisle only to wait. And he prevented me from actually standing up to get my luggage while he's waiting to get on. I don't know. I I was looking at him the whole time thinking, should I ask him if he's trying to get onto another plane? I'm upset. Should I even... What's that? I'm upset. Why are you upset? Because... I wonder what prevented you from asking questions then, but nothing prevents you from asking questions after our work meetings. <laughs> because I was really, really tired, and I figured I don't want to be part of the news because everyone was kind of in a bad You know, after a, a long weekend in Vegas, yes, yes. you're ready to get off the plane. Right. You're ready to like replenish your bank account. So I was like, ah, I don't need to have any trouble. I don't need to start any trouble. Okay. But you see it every time you travel. Those annoying passengers who are in such a rush to either get on or off the plane. Right. And the Seattle Times travel troubleshooter writes that it is a growing problem. But here's the deal. People are even faking disabilities to board first. Yeah. And in some cases, maybe someone's using a Caden and suddenly miraculously they don't need it once they board or they roll up to the boarding ramp in a wheelchair only to miraculously walk off the plane without any help. So what is going on? I I know that you travel a ton too and you see this and and when we started discussing this because you you fly in a way that most people don't or don't Let's have an opportunity. Let's disregard how I fly. Yeah. This has nothing to do with this conversation. Yeah, yeah, but but it does because you were getting upset and you were getting outraged. Okay. So this is what I, I know Perry Cooper listens to the show and he is in charge of SEA over there. And so maybe he is in the room with the people in the airlines. I'm really talking to Alaska Airlines who 
that's where I tend to fly. Alaska, Delta, shout out to Delta, all that kind of stuff. So when they go pre-boarding, this is my problem, Ursa. So pre-boarding didn't used to be like this. Now it is. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, and <laughs> we're going to get pre-boarding started. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And first, we want to uh, bring on military disabilities, unaccompanied okay. minors, uh, and those with strollers. Pregnant people. Pregnant people, all that. So, Ursula. Okay. This is before first class. This is before first class. So, the military. Okay. Yes. Okay, cool, cool. Shout out to the active military. Yes. No doubt. Come on. The disabilities, that's subjective. I saw what, look, people just come on on there, have a little, you know, they well, just kind of go on there. Yeah, people who need longer time to get out of the plane. I, 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 I'm I, not I am, talking about the real ones. Yes. I'm talking about yeah, the, the, the ones. The person that, who has a cane who doesn't really need a cane. The person goes up to the lady and says, I have ED, and just goes on. <laughs> now, the next one I want to talk about, unaccompanied minors, I totally understand that. But with small children, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude or anything like that, but all this is doing is having people jump on so they can get access to the uh, the overhead bins early. You, so, you think that's what it is? Because I'm just wondering, like, what is your what is your rush? Why are you stampeding onto the plane? Oh, so you're talking about after the plane? I'm talking about pre board. I'm talking about pre board too. Like, oh, why, Ursula, why are, have you ever had to? Have you ever been sitting up in row 19? Yeah, I was on and row then 20 had to last wait, night. Had to wait to go get your bags from 39C because there were no overhead bins left, and you're like a it's half an hour. It takes like half an hour extra yeah. to get off the plane if your bags are in the back. Yeah, I'm just. Well, asking, one thing you can do is, and maybe too many people are doing this. What's that? Is if you see an opening as you're walking back to 39C. And you see the opening in eight or nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Put your bag in there. I'm putting mine in first class but, next time I fly <laughs> on the same plane as G. Oh, but what is but what is the incentive of those that are they may upgrade to say, hey, I want to buy premium, and so now I'm going to be get part of leg room. I'm going to be part of Group B or Group A. So before you get to Group B and Group A, you got. First class, but then before first class, you have all these things. So all I'm saying is, is I'm asking Alaska Airlines. I'm asking you this. It's not just Alaska. Can, it's every airline. That can you this. guys please kind of, I'm not going to say redo, but can you rethink about the pre-boarding thing? Again, I'm all for military and I'm all for those with disabilities. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, there's people going but up there. Then there's also got the uh, mileage plus cane. card and you, you gold mileage plus people. Okay, well, here, here's here's a question, though. How about when you're supposed to be with Group B, Group C, Group D, and then there are people who try to cut and <laughs> and move up a group? It happens Is that, all the time. See, now, I have actually seen someone get it's stopped. Very rare. It was rare. It's very rare it's that that happens. Once. And a, a lot of times you have people that they have the carry-on, right? They have a bag, right? Then they have a backpack. You know what I mean? So they're trying to get all of these different yeah. things to get access to the overhead bins. And so what ends up happening is, so, so let's say you sit in 20C, right? That was me. So let's say you're in 20C. Yeah. By the time you get back to 20, your overhead bin yeah. is filled up. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about the airlines? Because I happened to fly Frontier uh, last night. <laughs> Shut up. Listen to you. See, I told you, I, I, Ursula, I, I got, I, I'm, I'm uh, well, delayed. I said, which airline? And you said it. I said, 
Duh. Yeah, hello. It wasn't cheap, by the way, because this was a holiday weekend. Yeah, and it happened. It happened to be a flight that worked out for my schedule. Now, then it gets delayed for two hours, but uh-huh. they were checking everyone's. They make you put your bag, your backpack, your carry on, so you get a carry on. By the way, it's just that not that much cheaper. Okay, just pro tip here, but they make you actually size up your bag right then and there. And they were telling me, okay, back up because we need to have this person put their their additional personal item into this little thing to make sure that it can fit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's annoying too. When but you would go, you rather have that? When are you gonna be done with them? When you like, like Ursula? The thing, the thing that I get. I love you. And the thing that I get upset with you about is how you don't put yourself first. Oh, and this, so this, this weekend, I put myself first way too much and it got me in trouble. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even. I'm, nope. I'm not going there. Yeah, you're not going there. No, nope. <laughs> nope. This is, uh, by the way, this is a good song, man. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> If I can cut a corner anywhere, it's going to be if I can find a slightly cheaper flight. But you, and I have no problem. I don't feel comfortable in first class. I have no problem. How much being with the common folk? Okay, so so <laughs> your flight was delayed by two hours last night, right? Yes. If okay. someone if someone walking down and said, "Hey, Ursula, how much would you pay me right now to fly out right now? What would you have paid them? Would you pay them fifty bucks?" 50 bucks, yes. $500, so, no. So sometimes people decide on taking or cutting a corner for yeah. $50. I know. I know. Sometimes it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, because then, especially when you do all those baggage fees. Yeah. And they, oh my gosh. And if you wait and then do it at the airport. I didn't. I actually okay. paid beforehand, but. I, I want to, I was pulling the chef and I was going, ex, I was exaggerating too much with the story. I want to be very transparent. No, I've never seen anybody come up to the gate and say they have ED. I just want to be tra- <laughs> No, I want to be transparent about that. I don't want people going back and say, what well, G said, I-, I was just trying to make story. Yeah. Yes. Right. Coming up next yes. here on the G and Ursula show, find out what happens when he finds out his lady uses men's deodorant. G and Ursula. is brought to you by 1-800-DUI-AWAY. It is the G and Ursula show. Ursula, you don't even talk to me no more during the breaks. Uh, what you be doing over there? Well, because I'm going through our Muckleshoot <laughs> Casino Resort text line. Yeah. And it is, I told you, it's kind of like spinning like a slot machine. <laughs> really? I'm still in Vegas. Do- do, do you still want to be talking about? Uh... No, 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 no. But I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it, and yeah. y'all are busy, and we appreciate that. 888-973-5476-888-973, Cairo. All right, let's get the scenario. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? My girlfriend is terrific, or so I thought. But I found something at her apartment that is kind of freaking me out. We recently decided to be an exclusive relationship. Then last night, I opened a bathroom drawer. Yeah, stay away from them drawers. No, no, that's the drawer next to the bedroom, next to the bed. Then last night, I opened a, bath- a bathroom drawer to borrow toothpaste and found Old Spice Swagger deodorant. 
I think she was seeing some other guy the entire time that I spilled my heart out to her about how important she was to me and wanting to be an exclusive. I quickly made up an excuse and I left. I didn't tell her why I was leaving. It wasn't worth arguing over. Today, she couldn't figure out what was wrong and called. She begged me to tell her. So I did. And she says, it's her deodorant. And she always uses guy deodorant. And a lot of other women do too. Seriously? Isn't that a weak excuse? Aren't I right to think that she's messing around? 888-973-5476 is the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. Ursula, you up the bat first. If you are basing your evidence of her cheating on that thing only, that she has a men's deodorant, then you have some serious insecurity issues. And to assume that because it's there that she has been having a relationship or an affair. Dalliances. Yeah, dalliances. Uh, While you guys have been together, I think, again, is another leap. I think you've got some other issues going on. A lack of trust would be one. And so I think you have work to do in that relationship. Um, But you've got to just take her at her word unless there's something else. We've already gotten a bunch of text messages from women saying, I love men's fragrance. Well, I'm just going to answer this two ways. One, I'm going to say this. If y'all just started being exclusive, it doesn't matter what she was doing before y'all. That's number one. And number two, y'all, listen. I had a homeboy. No, this no, is this, this real story. Okay. I had a homeboy uh-huh. that was with this girl for nearly over almost a year and a half. And he found out that she was messing around because the guy that she was messing around with on purpose left a little corner of his underwear out from under the bed. Yeah. I think I saw something like that on TikTok. Is that real? Oh, oh, that's a real story. I think that happens. Yeah, that happens. He left it. Yeah. So that's how he found out. But go ahead. What what you going to do? But I'd rather, you know what? Then I'd also rather find out now that you just got, became exclusive and become unexclusive. Just, just believe her. Plenty of uh, women wear men's deodorant. There's this longstanding, I don't know if it's a myth, but it hasn't been proven that men's deodorant is stronger than women's deodorant. But what, what is it with our society where we believe, like, scents are gendered, colors are gendered? Like, I used to use my wife's deodorant because I thought it smelled really good on me. Mm-hmm. It smelled good. It smelled like cucumbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought I smelled great. But we grow up in a country where people are like, if you're a man, you must smell like leather and tobacco smoke. And if you're a woman, you must smell like, I don't know, pansies and sunshine. You like She likes women's men's deodorant? Whatever. Let her wear it. The only women's deodorant that I rock with is Secret. Secret is great. Secret is good. Like, I I mean, but all the other women's deodorants, I understand women using men's deodorant. They need the strong stuff. How'd you end up having to try Secret deodorant? I I mean, are we joking? I mean, no. No, Eric in Columbia City says deodorant. I'm a guy who carries Secret in my gym bag. Like, I think I've seen at least three other people. No, no, no. Secret is the truth. No, hey, whoever... I guess it's a secret, but whoever makes secret, that is Janelle great says my th- husband wears secret deodorant. Yeah, if you like it. And then, the, by the way, mm-hmm. we know this to be fact, that a lot of times the same product is just marketed for men, marketed for women, might be a little bit stronger. It's a lot cheaper if you're buying it for a man. Yeah. Women prices are much more expensive. We so, talked about that. Yes. Yep. Yeah, like $9 sticks of deodorant. That's why I stopped using Gabby's. Mm-hmm. It was $9 <laughs> exactly. and it was gone in two weeks. Yeah. 
Some of y'all don't even use the Exactly. But the fact that you're jumping to the conclusion that she's cheating tells me that you've got some serious Would you date issues. somebody, Ursula, that just says, no, I don't believe in deodorant? That would be a no-go for me. Deodorant? If they had body odor? Yeah. Or horrible breath? Mm, that's tough. Uh, the, 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 if we were going to be in a, a longer-term relationship, I would work I would work on um, giving them some alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom from Capitol Hill said, I've been using Secret for 30 years. It's great. Nick? Well, I've seen and or smelled both sides of this equation when it comes to the couples and their suspected infidelity. Not only are guys wondering about where their ladies getting different smells from, girls can get alarms for specific perfumes or fragrances that can come off their guy as well. And looking in the bathroom, though, it gets a little more personal. And then when you look deeper into it, you see, wait a minute, what's this? Some musky, rich aromas of mahogany and bound leather in a glass bottle? Either someone else is hanging around the bathroom or she's heavy into the sense of the ribs and swagger. It is a growing trend, I might say, but I would bring it up and say what, ask what's going on. Okay. Okay, wait, 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 wait. What? What's that? So you would bring it up as in a, hey, I suspect something? I would have her ring the bell just in case something is going on. It would be a red flag. I'd say, I noticed you got some manly fragrances over again. Can we get down there? Let's get 404. Just text in. Thank you for waking me up. I was going to let this go, but let's get down to brass tacks, okay? Let's get down to it. Okay. I'm going to say this. If you are dating a woman and you see after a little while, you go into her bathroom drawer and all of a sudden you see Old Spice Swagger deodorant, right? You know if she is the type to use something like that or not. There's a feeling that you have. Yes. Like, Ursula, you, we've been co-hosting together for yes. four years. I've been yes. knowing you a little while. Yeah. I don't think you wear Old Spice Swagger deodorant. That's correct. You, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah, know yes. There must someone, be something else going on that makes you not trust her. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if she is a wine drinker, yeah. if she goes for ladies' brunches yes. on the weekends yes. and all those things, she does not have Old Spice Swagger deodorant. No. So, in your no. heart, I think she's cheating. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> that was just an, 180. Okay, by the way, yeah. I saw your cologne being sold in Vegas. You did? And I, it almost got me to walk into a store. Then I realized, oh, no, 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 no. This is one of those stores. They get you in because I wanted to spray it. I wanted to show Mark. And they get you in and try to sell you those eye creams. Oh. Uh, but no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not doing that. But um, well, the other sh- thing I want to mention, yeah. just a little pro tip. Mm. The perfume that I've been wearing lately, okay, this... It's just making me think about this right now. Go ahead. I have had more people say something about this particular perfume. So if you want to know, V-A-L-A-Y-A, Valaya, it's kind of, it's newer. Mm-hmm. And I'm it's telling good. you right now, it's so good. No, no, fellas. Fellas, it's so listen. Good. Tell the people right now. What's it called? Valaya. V-A-L-A-Y-A. I mean, I literally get stopped in my tracks by women and men. And of course, I'm always like, did I put too much? But All right. Yeah. Agree to disagree next. Jen or so.